You know, April, sometimes I worry about Pat Egan. Why? Well, every time I see a post, he's like spread out all over the place. It's like, like he's passed out or dead. I know. Sometimes I'm curious, like, how much did he have to drink that night? Guys, I'm right here. <laughs> Welcome to the Sacramento Media Center podcast. I am John Christensen, the manager director of the building. And with me is my wonderful co-host. April Potter. And my good friend and best colleague in the world. And today we also have... Patrick Egan. Yay! Yay! Pat actually is a resident here at Sacramento Media Center. He has an office. On on some occasions, a light will be on or we'll hear some footsteps upstairs where he's in his office writing and or going through his email, whatever in his office. Watching porn? Uh, Well, whatever you do on your own time, as long as the door is closed. No, I leave the door open. That's for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Fortune's upstairs, so you're out of view. <laughs> so, Pat, what makes you happy to be here at the Media Center? Um, I like you guys. You guys are fun, and I like getting work. Work is nice. I think I've been able to make new friends and get on some things that I wouldn't have been able to get on if it wasn't for being in here. And I like having access to the place to do music videos and short films and stuff like that, even though I've only done one <laughs> here in the past year that I've been here. And uh, that's because you've been busy on everyone else's set. So busy. <laughs> like so you're, busy. I see you with so many other productions working from I don't even I don't even know. You've done some really cool stuff. The one that keeps popping in my head right now was the one you where the people were like sideways on a building and bungees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I worked for a thing called Bandalooping. Uh, and they're like a bunch of acrobats who hang off the side of buildings and they go all over the world. Hanging off of buildings and doing dances and stuff, and it's really neat. So I got to work with them, um, just kind of camera assistant and okay. farting around and dumping footage. And um, But that was in Dallas, and that was wonderful. And Dallas is amazing. Okay. But here in the studio, we see you often. Yeah, I'm here sometimes. And you bug John all the time. I do. I come in and bug John. I enjoy it. <laughs> and we, 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 yeah, we just talk about everybody. And <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Talk about everybody and talk and shop and... What's all the cool stuff out there, and how are other people's productions put together, and and what is happening in yeah. the production world? Yeah. So, Pat, give me your best estimate. Give me your your title. What you do? What have you done? And how how did your how did your history begin with TV production, film production? Well, I I don't necessarily feel that I have a specialty. Like I've never became a professional at anything. <laughs> I've I will double dip positions on shoots. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Very common practice here. In the yeah, area. I mean, it's Northern California. We can't, you know, there are people in town here that are like, I'm just a grip. I'm just art department. I'm this. But, like, I've been a grip. I've been art department. I've been PA. Like, you know, I can direct a music video one day for myself and a friend and then go get people coffee on a shoot the next day. Indeed. Like, I am all over the place. So I kind of, I got started just getting PA work in town. Um <clears throat> First thing I ever did was a like a 10 HD camera live Gwen Stefani shoot in Stockton. Cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what I'm doing. And, yeah, I mean, I was a PA, and I just stood around for, like, 12 hours. But, you know, I, I got paid to watch a Gwen Stefani show in, in Stockton. But you were very active in Smosh.com. Yes. And then so I did some PA work stuff for a while, and then I got on board with Smosh. One of their PAs, Julianne Gebert, 
Gabbert. Oh, oh, was that a good O or a bad yeah, O? Yeah, no, actually, when I was getting started as an actress when I moved back up here from Long Beach, um, she was one of the faces I saw in this building oh, yeah. 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And so she was just the sweet... I oh, she's wonderful. I think she was still in high school, to be honest. At really? the time. Like, she was just like, yeah. Well, she... And she's down in L.A. now and has her own oh, yeah. food show of sorts and does mm. all sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah so she's that doing was, some I'm stuff. like, I wasn't expecting you to say her name. Oh, no. She... Uh, so I had worked with her on a short film, like one of those 10 by 10 things that the oh, yeah. sack yeah. thing does. And then... Uh, and then I was I was doing a short film with a buddy, like a fake trailer about Cupid or something stupid. And she, like, I wanted her to do it. And she was like, okay, I will do it if you cover my Smosh shifts because I'm a PA. Like, I'll do this for free. I'll come run around your dad's backyard barefoot, you know, with Lee with a chainsaw if you cover my <laughs> Smosh shifts for free. And so I was like, that sounds great. So I covered a couple of her Smosh shifts for free. And then I got, you know. Hired on. Hired on as a PA and then eventually art department. So technically, that short film that I made 10 years ago about Cupid chasing a girl around with a chainsaw was the smartest thing I've ever done. (laughs) And then I worked for Smosh for like eight years after that. I went from art department to lighting to um, shooting the behind the scenes once they moved to L.A. This is what I love about this story because we get asked a lot by interns and students, hey, how do you get started? And you did a perfect example. You just... Do your own thing for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Get your feet wet, even if it's going to be a crappy video. You skill up, too. Do your courses right. and everything else. Yeah. But if you really want to get noticed or do, or at least get involved in something and, and be seen, you just kind of have to go out there and do your own thing. And yeah. it's easy to do now. I mean, a small, teeny, no-budget film or yeah. short can be done uh, with a small crew if you have to. Yeah. But at least you get experience. Yeah, do it. Just keep, you know, put things out on Facebook and yeah. Instagram and just Which YouTube. back in the day we didn't have. So right. it was like, you know, I know my first feature, we'll call it the first feature film where as a lead actress in, I got cast for that film out of this building. Really? Mm-hmm. When it was, uh, that was Hollow Sacrament. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my God! I know the guy who made that movie. I actually went to high school with him. He was Did a good you? dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was a. But he made a movie. It was intense, movie. and it was not just making movie. Like so, I went from actually being cast as a supporting role to getting bumped up to the lead female role, and then it got distributed and bought by Lionsgate. And so my friends used to call me back in the day, being like, "I just rented you off of block from Blockbuster, and I just purchased this film off of this." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. And I started getting really random emails and things. Mm. But it was funny because the the film community. That's where I met so many people. Was right. my start was as an actress, being an extra and doing all those things, and then having really random experiences in front of the camera. Did you like, like that movie? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I just really like. Did you feel the dead air? <laughs> my favorite part of that movie because it's like I, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, my favorite part of that was like, they had a helicopter or like they really a helicopter came by uh-huh. while they were filming. Uh huh. So there's like just sh- like and it's in the movie. There are just shots. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> they filmed a helicopter flying around for like four or five minutes and put all four or five minutes in the movie. <laughs> They're just like, look, it, we no, got a helicopter. This is awesome. It's terrible. <laughs> well, so they probably spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. yeah well, you know. I mean, it was really fun. There was so much to learn. Um, I didn't have a lot of shoot dates, which was nice because it was the dead of summer. <laughs> but, yeah, it was great to meet everybody and then yeah. see the different roles because it was my first time being on a film set in that capacity. It was always really, really small and all of that. 
It's intriguing how, uh, and that was shot here when mm-hmm. this place used yeah. to be the studio center, which has been here for 21 years. And then, of course, we took over a, a year and a half ago. Uh, it's funny how this comes full circle. Um, used to work at a record store where I actually had one of my hosts who was uh, working there for Raw TV way back in the day. In oh, Tower Records? Tower Records. Are we not allowed to say Tower Records? Yeah. Uh, we can say Tower Records. We can say Tower Records. We can, we can say anything, right? This is a podcast. They did. It's a podcast, and it's the real it's the reality. But it's facts. It's, yeah. it's facts. Yeah. And um, But this wow. comes full circle, which is in- interesting. I think a lot what surprises me is that very few people realize one of the most popular and famous YouTube channels, Smosh, started here in Sacramento. Yep. Uh, I mean, I even know our local news agencies don't even know that. Yeah. Uh, and you've worked on the set for many years here when it was on X Street. Uh, eight years. Eight years. Yep. And then and then they finally moved down to L.A. And some people went, some people stayed. And uh, now we have a, a full crew here in Sacramento who worked that. Uh, didn't have any work after that. Yeah. And then, uh, but it's neat to see a lot of you guys come here to the media center and get new employment for all kinds of fun stuff. Today, right now, there's a set being built in Studio A. Here's the interesting part. You and I and April, we've all been on sets before, from big to small to even our own independent stuff to whatever. It, we kind of learned a set etiquette pretty quickly, didn't we? Uh, oh, I'm still you know, learning. Funny. I, I am the worst. My very first, I just had a flashback, my very first film yeah. was a silent like short it was a silent <laughs> short so it was like yeah, yeah. we didn't have lines but we so we just talked to each other and kind of looked like we were talking but there was like no it was all music based behind it and so it was like a you, charlie chaplin kind of like and okay. you just got you just got to start somewhere you, start somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, you, know? you were on smosh though once weren't you uh three times i remember i had a picture of you years ago because they had you like in a box, like you were but like a robot. That was a, a hot robot. 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 That, that was a hot robot. I just, it was funny because I watched that the other day just randomly. Really? And it has 17 million views. Yeah. yeah. But Pat, let's say someone comes up to you, because I get the question a lot too from uh, interns or kids. They want to know, hey, what, what's the best advice you can give me if I'm going to start out as a PA or, mm-hmm. or, or how can I build my, my resume up? Uh, what, what, what should I watch out for when I'm on set? When you're on, be a silent ninja. Mm-hmm. Be, yes. I mean, you know, I'm not. You know, like taking my own advice because I'm kind of the worst. I'm a loudmouth, and I'm now you are, but you know when to be quiet and pay uh, attention. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, love face you just like, <laughs> oh I mean, I do, but I catch myself. Just, but I, I would say, just be like a silent ball boy. Like, mm-hmm. be the like overambitious kid at a tennis match who's just like, I'll get it. You know, but you have to let it, your ego kind of go for a bit and yeah, do the work. Yeah, put me in, coach. But I mean, mm-hmm. also. The hurry up and wait game is a thing. It, it's, time. it's real because um, there are times when you're just like, give me something to do. If you keep asking a producer, give me something to do, they'll have you plunge in toilets. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know. Or taking be, a car to the car wash. Yeah. yeah. Like be aware of like if something needs to be done or looks like it needs to be done, like picking up trash and that. But I mean, you know, I'm 37 years old and I still do that. I still take PA jobs and, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm also a smart ass. And, right. you know, when I'm asked to do dumb jobs, I like to make them feel bad about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he does. Like I was on and a, they all love it because they laugh their heads off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was on a shoot out in Nevada, like out on this ranch and stuff. And it was, to, you know, and I was just a PA, but it was like five days. So it was like, all right, the pay will be fine. So, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of film work stuff to do for the PAs out there. Um, so the guy who ran the ranch kind of started to ask us to do – Ranch stuff. <laughs> Ranch stuff. And I was like, dude, Can you bring I, in the doggies. I was like, man, I'm all about busy work, but I am not going to be shoveling shit for you. Like, 
<laughs> like not, it's not gonna. I'm too old. That's not gonna You're happen. The lower forty is plowing. <laughs> so. I threw, I, you know, he kind of. his garden? Yeah, he was kind of <laughs> asking me to do stuff like that. So I was like, okay. And I just walked down the street to the, there's an alpaca farm down the street. <laughs> so I went and played with them and pretended to be working. You're like, give me a brush. I'll brush them all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you, you learn how to look busy so no one asks you to do it. Like, mm. a lot of the, like, a while ago, I was on a lot of those those casino commercials yeah. and stuff like that. Like I've been in a few of those. Yeah. Where, you know, you're out in Thunder Valley or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you want to, like, all right, I'm busy. So what you do is, is like you have your headset on or whatever, and you just like hold one hand up to your headset. <laughs> like you're listening for instructions. Look right? around like frantically, like you're like looking for something and walk fast. People will think you're busy and they're not right. going to. When really you. you're just walking back and forth from See, naps in the bathroom. You know? I was never a PA on those. I was always the extra or <laughs> someone that has been cast as something in there. So you're like, I would go home with the worst smile headaches for me. Like, I had a grin. So I'm day. so happy. All day. And I love the slot machine. I love gambling. Like, oh, my God. I'm broke now. Yeah, people right. don't have that much fun gambling. Yeah. They just don't. No. <laughs> uh, which uh, Did you work on the Big Thunder Valley commercial with the bear? There was a big giant bear. No, I didn't do that one. Oh, damn it. I've done that Atlantis Casino. Mm-hmm. I've done mm-hmm. Calusa. I've done Red Hawk. Um, the fir- when the first Red Hawk, when it first opened? Yeah. Yeah, I was on that one. Yeah. That was the one where everyone was just like, oh, yay! They were so I'm, happy. I, I hate to, I love them, but it literally, like, your face hurts mm, by yeah. the end of the day. You're just like, smiling. Or, and then people were like, yeah. why are you so grumpy? And you're like, I can't move my face any other way. Like, it's stuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, just in frown mode now. It doesn't want to live. <laughs> I, was, I was a PA on that one. And yeah. I remember they were so, like, I remember they asked me, it was a Sunday. They asked me to take money orders. They're like, find a bank, cash these $5,000 money orders. And I was like, it, it, it's Sunday. Yeah. Where, you know. You're like, and I look like I just robbed something. Banks aren't open on Sundays. <laughs> just just saying. And so I was like, and we're at a casino. Right. <laughs> you know, like I'm sure we can figure out a different thing. But then uh, I remember the, the producers asked me to take, they're like, All right, can you drive us back to the hotel after the shoot? And they had already, they wrote us checks that day. Like they printed us out checks. And I was like, cool, I'm done. But I still got to give him a ride to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fine, whatever. And he's like, hey, let's stop it in and out. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I had already got my check. I was right, like, you're I like I'm not on the clock. I'm, I'm done with you. No, yeah. You, there are so many things and positions you get put in and you don't know how to maneuver through it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're like, am I supposed to take this person here or do I go above and beyond in these ways? You know, it depends. So as a PA, like you have to find your own boundaries and parameters right. and mm-hmm. what is. Mm-hmm. And still be professional. Right. But still, right. there is a limit. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And I that's know. not just PA. I'm like, that's in every single yeah. every position job. you yeah. can imagine. Right. I'm, I'm not recommending if you're like looking to get in the business to be telling producers no a lot. No, but like, don't. I've been doing this long avoid enough that. to, <laughs> yeah, you know. And watch how your face talks. Like my, my face likes to talk out loud. Like I'm not talking verbally, but I will make a face at you. Like, what did you just say? To me? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and you have to watch that too. So you kind of have you you, you learn how to pull it at back, and yeah. then try, so you can just climb the ladder and get back up. Yeah, you know, it's collaborative effort, and you hopefully you have a director who is also that way, who wants to be collaborative, but at the same time is a quick makes quick decisions doesn't doesn't uh, is right. very clear instructions and but he makes good quick decisions good quick <laughs> decisions too but a good director will also say hey, look you know he'll he'll look for input as well or she will look for input um, Pat and I have been directors uh, many times and um, and I've also uh, being here at this 
the, the media center, I'm able to, you know, we're in the front office here, and we just we just work and do our commercial work while the the whole building is being uh, being used around us, and it's always we're always available for people when they need a paper paper clip or whatever. Oh God! Uh, but it's always funny when I hear uh, you hear the type of uh, caliber of person who comes in, and let's say they're an, they're they are an actor. And or uh, a makeup person, or an art person, or a, a grip person, or like it's it, you can tell when they're professional when they don't gab all the time. Mm-hmm. The ones who gab all the time, and <laughs> even even worst. though Pat's holding up his hand, but but you hear when they're starting dropping names. We don't need to hear your whole history. And do you know I know John Christensen at the media center. Oh, he's big time. Yeah, yeah. I'm big name. Me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Probably on America's Most Wanted, as far as we know. Um, oh, I've worked on America's Most have Wanted. You? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was my yeah. second job. <laughs> it was with Arnold. Now I'm going to name drop now. It was with Arnold. <laughs> but, but we worked at the DNA testing lab. It was great. <laughs> It's not my DNA. Yeah. It's not a tumor. He was he was our governor at the time. Governor. Yeah. governor. Continue. Sorry. Continue. And and I found out I was taller than him. Which he's ruined not that my childhood. Tall. It's not. What? He's not yeah. that tall. It, it destroyed not, me. No, he's I was, like, I was taller than Arnold. Yeah, he's he's under six feet. He's under. Right, I've done name dropping. You know, if you're coming. If you want to make an impression, the best way to make an impression, no matter what position you are, is to listen, be attentive, and be ready to move when you're asked. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you want to give an input, don't tell it to the director while they're shooting. You know, and 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 uh, I mean, the only time if you weren't going to say anything while you're on set, if you see something dangerous, right. God, yeah. yes, please let us know. But don't try to give input. And when when there's don't a lot of voices going on, don't try to change the lines in the script or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've been on a shoot where the make like recently where the makeup artist was like, "Oh, do this! Oh my God, spit! Do like do it like this!" And I'm like, I. I want to light you on fire. Like <laughs> the director uh, was very upset, or not, but he just didn't say anything. Right. When I'm sitting there, just like I, this is awful. It's etiquette. You need to have you have need. There's a, a certain etiquette, and if you don't have that, well, go take a class and learn some terminology and get some direction from some other people. Well, yeah, I mean, um, it even helps to just sit and shut up and just right. watch people. Indeed, you learn so much, <laughs> which I still do. Yeah. You, you know, stop learning. I, I'm not that professional of a per like, I mean, I, you know, I like attention mm-hmm. and I like to make jokes and I like making people laugh. And, you know, sometimes I still struggle with finding the right time to let that out. I've been sent away before. John is John and I have had those moments, had moments on yeah. sets. I'm like, you know, full disclosure where, you know, you have to be able to. Read the line, you know, read between the lines and understand what the situations may be because there's other things that are going on that, you know, if you're not in key roles that you're not privy to, that you're not understanding. And you have to have a sensitivity to the whole everything. And the thing is, is, and what I see in any kind of television production or film or whatever it is, it, it there is that okay, cameras rolling, lights are on, uh, we got cables all, all over the place, we got actors, everyone knows their place. It's 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 like a play. You just have to everything must go. Now, aside from a play, you can always stop in the middle and of course everything and then what happens the flow gets a little interrupted, but it is a high tensioned, uh, high it, it, there's a lot of activity going on mm-hmm. that has to flow well and if it's not flowing well then some people are going to be unhappy, and especially a director. But a director's got to be uh, be able to uh, see that some things cannot fa- always fall through. Maybe a certain line is not yeah. written, uh, or well, not read right, or whatever, or time's not allowed. You d- if a director has to be flexible too. He does, but also if there's a lot, assuming it's a him, 
Or uh, they do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, I think if a lot of things are going wrong, like let's say, all right, we dress the set. The set has been dressed. Right. We have all the the props and and setting is on is on set. And then lighting comes in. And it's like, oh, we have to move all this so I can put lights up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then so they move everything, put lights up, and then move everything back. And it's like, oh, it's not right. We have to move everything again. That It gets to be that is the director's fault or it's produce, production's fault. Production. Um, because I've been on those before, mm-hmm. and it's just like everyone just wants to point fingers at each other. Lighting's like, oh, art did this. And they when it's like, well, no, you guys had no plan. You got, you know, like people, you're just kind of guessing as you go. And, you know, so a lot of the times when stuff like that happens, it's, I would assume, the director or the AD's fault. It's a collaboration, but, but it's also it is. A, a, a crew. It's a community of crew who it are is. used to working, and they have a shorthand. Right. And that's why you see a mm-hmm. lot of these production groups, uh, from Steven Spielberg all the way to whoever, they work with the same people over and over again. Yeah, There's so a they have for a that. system. Yeah. There's a real reason for that. And there's yeah. a reason why mm-hmm. I and April work very well together when mm-hmm. we do our commercial shoots, because we have a really good shorthand. Yep. And uh, we also now bring yeah. Pat to join us, and uh, he, we, we're, we're skilling him up. He's doing pretty good. Oh, yeah, I still play with my phone too much when I'm working with you guys. I literally turned around and looked at him and just chastised him when he was on his phone when I needed him to grab the camera. (laughs) What did he say to me when he's – you said switch. Oh, yeah, you and did I didn't say know something what weird you meant that day. Like, and I all didn't of either. us were like, we looked at each other. Like, no, 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 you said transfer. You're transfer. And we were like, what? And I, didn't, I didn't know what that meant. But yeah, I mean, I was on my phone right before that. So I understand that's totally my fault. But like, I didn't know what that meant. Um but that stuff happens because I was on a shoot the other day yeah. where we're out on a racetrack and I was yeah. told to get in my truck and go pick up all the cones on the racetrack before we shot. It's a two-mile track, right? Right. So I get out there with my buddy and he's in my passenger seat and he's jumping in and out of my truck. We're picking up these cones and it gets to a point where producer is starts yelling at me, hey, how's it going with those cones? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, doing it we're picking up the cones. Like we're, we're doing it. Cool. How much longer? I was like, I don't, it's a it's a two mile track. Like you you want to be able to, I got this. Two more minutes. You want to give them like a good answer. Right. You do. But you know, she was like, all right, let me know the second you're off the track. I was like, yes, ma'am, we'll do. Thank you. Literally thirty seconds later, she's like, all right, I need you off the track. All right, I need you. And I was like, cool. And we we got off the track mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. like, cool, we're done. She, did you get all the cones? Well, no. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you what do you mean you didn't get the cones? Like, it's just the way production gets sometimes. Where it does. people. You, it's not like you were expecting me to read your mind that no, day no, by saying no, transfer. No. Yeah. But, you know, it was still annoying that I didn't read your mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to, to you. Um, I was standing behind you going. we have to going, understand. These things happen. Weren't you both on your phones? Yeah. I think you both were. Because yeah, my, but, my but, response was like, April's on her phone. Why don't you go? It was. <laughs> because, and then I think his response was, she's social media. And I went, That's true. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey, look at She pulled rank on you. Social media. <laughs> No, and I'm the new set bitch. It's fine, <laughs> you know. But it was confusing because I we yeah. looked at each other like, what does he mean with that term? No, we just didn't know what you meant. <laughs> right. And so I mean, right. but right. still, we shouldn't have been on our phones. But I mean, yeah. um, and that's why I, I got, what did I, I got all. It was like communication. That's like all I said to you. <laughs> Like, and, and Phil was like, no, we don't have the that. The client didn't hear that, which is important. I think that's the most important part. Yeah. You, you know, we, we have to look like a well-oiled machine in front of the client. If that's oh, we the do. other thing yes. On, yes. on sets is yep. know who the clients are yes. and stay the away from them. Yep. Like, just, I mean, it depends on who they are. Yeah. Smile, shake their hand yep. if they want it. Respect don't them. assume that they want you to even look them in the eye. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't. I mean, you can be like, hey, you want some coffee or water or something? Mm-hmm. But, like, just try to avoid them. So. 
Any other advice for the uh, young upstarts who want to, you know, make it big in this world? We're all trying to make it We're big. We're all still like, trying so to I'm do like, it. I'm like, <laughs> you know, um, don't listen to your parents. I'm kidding. Um, I remember I was watching an interview with like these these kids were trying to interview Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And they were like, what would you recommend? What's your best advice? What should we learn to do to become a good actor in Los Angeles? And he goes, learn how to wait tables. <laughs> I don't know if that actually applies to anything. But, you know. We all start somewhere. We all start somewhere. My dad always asked me, what's plan B? Mm. And I never had one because mm. this is what I'm doing. I think what Kevin Bacon was saying when he said that was have a job that sucks really bad that makes you want to work harder towards what you're doing. So before all this, I worked at a Marriott and I carried people's luggage for like four years. But that's customer service. Like you're literally humbling yourself and having to put on a character for each person that is walking up to you that you're not anticipating. So you're you're constantly creating a different persona. Yeah. And so being in those places, like I was a personal shopper at Nordstrom. That's what I took from that is like, no, that's like yeah. one of the hardest things in the world to do is service others. Well, right. But smile. like you, you do something that you, you hate long enough, it'll like drive you to want to work. Yeah. In my opinion, when it comes to making short films and stuff, I worked harder back then. This is like eight years ago. I mm-hmm. worked harder on shorts and crap that I wanted to do then to get the, out of the Marriott. Now that I'm working in film and I love it, like I don't, you know, I'm not as, I'm 37. I'm not like, when I grow up, that whole attitude's gone. You know, so so it's it, I love what you're saying there because you're saying you, you know have a crappy job so you can be motivated, but at the same time, people say, but take whatever you do and apply right. to improve yourself. Yeah, great mm-hmm. lesson. Totally, stay hydrated. Stay, stay hydrated. hydrated. As I'm looking at my coffee cup, going, I need more caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sacramento Media Center podcast. Thank you, Pat rant. Egan, <laughs> and rant and stories and news and what's going on. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, email us at sacmediacenter.com. Visit April's website, which is Pearl Productions. That's P I R L Productions.com. And Pat, do you do you exist on the social media website? I'm, I'm on. I'm out there. Look them up. Anyone who's listening to this already is friends with me. Just anyway. look up. Look sure. up in IMDb. I'm sure you'll be there soon, or is there now? I am the second. I used to be the ninth Patrick Egan on IMDb, but because of Smosh, I am the second one. I don't know what I rank for April Potter on there. I need to. I need to work on my IMDb actually. Although there is a drone operator in Sacramento named Patrick Egan, to the point where I I bought a drone. <laughs> So that way, the next time somebody <laughs> called me, I was just like, yeah, I got a drone. Totally. Darn, I was going to ask for his awesome. number. <laughs>